Welcome to the Macworld Podcast. Everyone's in the house today. We got Jason Cross. Hello. Life Johnson. Hey. And the man behind the mic, the most important man in the room, our producer, Dan Masaoka. Good morning. Not everyone's here. No Mike Simon. No Mike or Simon. Mark. He's probably shoveling snow. He's freezing. <laughs> but everyone who's here is here. That right. is true. We are all present. That is accurate. So He'd be I, safe and warm if it wasn't. Yes. This is an LA. <laughs> I, I called Dan the most important man in the room because he's checking our Twitter and YouTube feeds for your comments and questions. You guys have any thoughts or ideas about what we're talking about today or about tech in general or about how cold it is in your part of the world? Let us know. Dan will chime in with your guys's Feels like uh, a, comments. a loaded episode, uh, considering uh, it's kind of a quiet part. So of it. loaded. Yeah. yeah. So today we're going to talk about uh, a possible Apple gaming subscription service. Mm. We're going to talk about the public, public with an L, yeah. betas. Uh, of of macOS and iOS, uh, there's also Apple's did their financial results yesterday. But first, we're going to talk about the big news that uh, came out earlier this week. There was a bug in FaceTime. Mm-hmm. Yep. So uh, in group FaceTime, specifically. group FaceTime, ta- FaceTime specifically. If you guys, could, could, if one of you can kind of go over what the bug is. What, so what happened was this bug came out. Was it Monday? Mm-hmm. Well, that that was when in the social when media revealed. started picking right. up on it. Yeah, when it when it when it when it hit the media on Monday. Yeah, it's been out for That's a while. That's one way to put it. Huh? So <laughs> something <and> hit something. <laughs> I was doing dad stuff when you guys were uh, working on it. So could you guys explain what the Facebook? Basically, what it was is I, 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 you know, we did it in studio. I did it with, um, with Mike and a couple of my friends. And basically, you call you call someone on FaceTime with the normal FaceTime. While you are calling them, you add yourself to the call, and uh, as you know, add, and from your contacts. And when you add yourself, you can suddenly hear the, what's going on around the person that you were calling. So before they pick up, before they pick up, they have no awareness that you are actually listen, listening to them. So. It was funny like at one point i actually called mike after he put his phone down and i could just listen to what was going on with him and his wife and stuff I was like it was a little creepy i should turn this off and he was like it's like stop calling me and yeah. uh but yeah that was that was really bad there were a couple of variations on it um i you know i, I did it once but there was also a way to get it oh what it, if if you did the same thing but they on the other end, I don't know how they found out this stuff. Mm-hmm. You hit the power button or they hit the volume button. They would start transmitting their video to you, even right. though they didn't mm-hmm. know that they were doing that. Right. That's usually oh. how you reject a call. Yes, like, exactly. You, you can hit the screen, but you can also hit the power button. And if you hit the power button to reject the call, you'll be transmitting video, too. And and if that happens, they can hear you, mm-hmm. even though their phone screen's off. But you're they're sending you audio and video even though they thought they rejected the call yes so that's bad and like, another, <laughs> go ahead well i was just thinking about how it was we we're jo- joking about it me and adam the other day or yesterday that's like you hear the person like don't pick up yes exactly. <laughs> yes don't answer that one that, that's the, one of the scariest things but you know the bit where i was able to just listen to what was going on in mike's house was kind of freaky too but you know he would be able to see that i called him you know mm-hmm. so you know i would at least have that incrimination but uh so maybe yeah. we should have done a how-to spy on your ex or something <laughs> yeah, you know just some, something it, yeah. yeah so get some, this get is some a feature, clicks there it's not a bug yeah exactly <laughs> my ex was actually one of the people who helped me test it so it, uh, <laughs> it affects every phone that um and, and iPad that works with group FaceTime. So that's yeah. um, iPhone 6S and up, iPhone, iPad Air 2 and up. Yeah. Uh, and Apple pretty quickly, they said mm-hmm. pretty quickly, a fix is coming this week. And in the meantime, they shut off the group FaceTime services from their end. So you can't even make group FaceTime calls. Yeah. Now, I believe they really need to have a lot more credit for that because, you know, the next day and everything, people were still going, ah, FaceTime bug, ah, you yeah. know, and stuff. And so making it sound like it was still some scary thing. No, Apple had turned it off like two hours after this stuff hit the mm-hmm. fan. So, I mean, I really got to commend them for that. You know, they hadn't had a patch yet, uh, but uh, they at least disabled the problem. So they should get some credit for that. Yeah. And uh, in terms of maybe they shouldn't get credit for stuff, there's there's some evidence that it's been reported to them yeah. uh, about a week ago, mm-hmm. yeah. and they hadn't acted on it, or it didn't appear that they acted on it. We right. don't know exactly what the exchange was, right. but it, se- it appeared that they didn't... Um, 
they didn't take it as seriously as they could have. Like when you get a report like that, you go like, well, this would be really serious and really easy to reproduce. Right. This isn't one of those complicated things that yes. nobody could do. This is like anybody could do this yeah. really easily. Uh, so you would think that they would kind of get elevated to, well, let's find it. We don't even have to tell mm -hmm. people there's a bug. We can just turn off our FaceTime services right. and say, there's a problem we're working on and yeah. we'll have it fixed soon or something, you know. Yeah. But they, they kind of didn't do that until it blew up in the media. Mm -hmm. And then yeah. all of a sudden they're turning off FaceTime services and stuff. So that's, people are kind of giving Apple some flack for not acting fast enough after it was reported. And the way that, if, if anyone is familiar with how bug reporting works and bug fixing works, mm -hmm. I, 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 you know, it's some people are spinning this as Apple just totally, you know, they got this bug and they just didn't do anything about it. Right. I think what it was, it was reported and just nobody had gotten to it. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. exactly what I was That's thinking. That's probably what just what happened. Yeah. It did not get so. elevated up to that, like, well, we need to verify and right. do something about this today. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Status that you kind of think it maybe should have. I mean, they get tons of bug reports right. all the time. Right. Many of them don't pan out. Many of them are just user error. It's right. like a billion iPhone users. Yeah, you can't put do everything in every they release. They have to check each one and to you, see if it's very, you exactly. Know. You can't. You can't. So. Nothing. If everything's priority one, nothing's priority one. <laughs> right. You right. have to. You know. But so there was a. Uh, if anything, there was a mistake in sort of prioritizing this. Right. If they did take it seriously, right. we don't have the full exchange. Right. Or even if they had a chance to prioritize it, that's, you know, right. it may have been stuck in the queue way, way back. So one thing I want to say real quick is that, you know, some of these times when you see these bugs, it's like, you know, especially with the text messages bugs and stuff, the ones that shut down your phone, you're like, how in the world did they ever come across this? When I was trying to replicate it, it occurred to me that someone could easily do this if while they were trying to add someone else to the call, they accidentally clicked their own name mm -hmm. and that that's probably how it was discovered so as far as these bugs go yeah it was relatively easy to pull it off all it would take is a misclick and you know? it seems like the kind of thing i mean it's apparently been there since group facetime was added mm -hmm. as far yeah. as we can tell it Which, works on phones that haven't been updated since that 12.1 release when that added group facetime right yeah so it kind of you, you wonder why it hasn't happened yet yeah. <laughs> maybe group maybe group facetime isn't that popular maybe it's mostly one-to-ones people use facetime a lot yeah. yeah but maybe it's mostly one-to-ones and it's right this hasn't happened a lot yet i yeah. don't know yeah so yeah it, and i was just thinking that like if it is a group facetime mm -hmm. and you are dialing someone you kind of hear some like random noises you don't think anything of it you're just like oh it must be the other person right, on the because line it's a group and you yeah and you yeah, may you know. not and you may not yeah care i mean they may the other side doesn't know oh i was sending my audio before yeah. i picked up mm -hmm. you know so it's it's yeah. really only yeah. it's yeah. probably a little hard to it was it was hard to discover mm -hmm. not because it was complicated to do but just the circumstances right hard, right? right so where are yeah. we at now and when is the game fixed Fixed, they say is coming this week. Say this week. Yeah. And right now you can't make group FaceTime calls because Apple's turned off the service on the back end. So yeah. no fix, but it's actually not, you know, an active problem at the mm -hmm. moment, put it that way. Yeah. But, so it's not active at all. Right. So yeah, you can't use group face. Can you use one-on-one -on -one FaceTime? You can I use one-on-one. -on -one. But you can't use group. group yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So, and the thing is like group FaceTime didn't ship. I don't want to say it didn't ship on time, but didn't ship. Mm-hmm. It, 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 was delayed it was delayed after it was revealed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was revealed as part of iOS 12 at WWDC, yeah. and then it didn't make the initial 12 release. It was in 12.1. Right. Yeah. yeah. So it's a little more complicated than I... The execution of it is a little more complicated than I think people yes. tend to think it, you know, it is. Because mm -hmm. people use group chat all the time so they think oh yeah it's, yeah you know why not how come it doesn't work so, how come it doesn't uh work so easily in facetime so it's it's a little more complicated than so out of curiosity have any of you do any of you actually use group facetime on your own i barely use facetime period yes yeah yeah i use facetime plenty to talk to my family yeah, and but stuff, not but, group but not yeah, yeah i don't remember the last time i group facetimed I have one person, Besides one person it. that uses FaceTime with me, and it's I talk to her like once a month. So yeah, I don't even use like the regular phone. <laughs> you know, I basically oh, text. Yeah, yeah. That's basic. That's that's a vast majority of my communications is text. Mm -hmm. So, 
Yeah, I, I don't eat. I, also, because I get so many just junk phone calls, spam phone calls now. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, I ignore my phone. I ignore every my time phone it rings. when it rings. So. I have to admit, I only call someone when I'm wearing my AirPods because I do not feel like sitting there holding that phone <laughs> to my head. Yes. Yeah. So I don't even use FaceTime or group FaceTime. So, yeah. So expect a fix, expect an iOS update coming this week. And it, it brought to the fore this issue that Apple's had where the maintenance for all their apps has to come through iOS updates mm-hmm. right. instead of being able to just push an update through the app store for yeah. all of their bundled apps. And it's, it's one of those things I think they kind of need to address because even it's if kind they're going to bottleneck. Up, yeah. Yeah. Even if they're not going to update all these apps throughout the year, even if they're going to put them in part of iOS to make it seem right. special, you can get them through that. A lot of apps you can delete now and, mm, and, and, re- re- and you re download them through the app store. Yeah. So the mechanism's kind of there. They just need to be able to service these apps to do that. Right. That's assuming it's not a low-level operating system bug that's causing this to happen. <laughs> right. That's, that's We don't true. exactly right. know what's going to happen, but it'd be nice if you could just download a FaceTime update through the App Store and, yeah. and be done with it. Yeah. Yeah, so keep an eye out for that update. Well, we're also keeping an eye out for it, and we'll post as soon as that update becomes available. So uh, I wonder if that's even an update that they would, that you would see first in in the developer beta and then, or would they, do you think they would just release it? I think in this case, they'll probably just release it. I agree. Yeah. Uh, it'll be a 12.1.4. What are they at? Yeah. Is that, I guess. Is that, are they at point three now? They're yeah. Point three. And, and it would just be, and, and this is the, uh, literally the only thing. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. That's, it. A, yeah. Uh, it's, that's assuming it's not some back end thing. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So keep an eye out for that update. We'll also keep an eye out for it and, post it on the website when it comes up i mean this is this so. may be oversimplifying but wouldn't it be just a case of making it where you can't add yourself to the call i mean that that would be a way to fix it yes but there's something in the underlying thing that's causing that to make you right. hear the other side that that they probably need to fix that that's true to, to do it right yeah. yeah yeah so anyways uh yeah look out for the facetime fix when it comes out um so yesterday, uh, Apple announced its uh, first quarter 2019 financial results, which is actually the holiday quarter of 2018, the way certain business calendars work. They often have the first quarter financially mm-hmm. equal to the last quarter calendar-wise. Yeah, so, so this is October through December. Yes. So And they do that for financial reasons because often that quarter is the money-making quarter because of holiday season. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Apple had their uh, financial results yesterday. And I mean, it pretty much went as we expected because yes. Apple had to do a revision. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they were pretty much right ago. on with what they told people the revision in the revision said it was going to be. Yeah. But remember, the revision was when everybody started talking doom and gloom. Is <laughs> yeah. Apple doomed? Is Apple dying? Yeah. yeah. So. They're only going to make $84 billion. <laughs> it was only their second Instead best. of $90 billion. <laughs> right. so. But the big takeaway from the financial results is that Apple re- iPhone revenue has dropped mm-hmm. year over year 15%. Yes. Yep. And that seems to be, the way the call went, it seems to be more of a tr- start of a trend, mm-hmm. it seemed like, than, uh, and that Apple is trying to do a few things to try and yeah, they named a few reasons. That. They said yeah. they said um, pricing as pricing is. We're all worried about the pricing. Right? <laughs> right. We're all like, yeah, they're too expensive, and they that. they uh. sort of said like pricing is an issue, but not that they're too expensive, but that the exchange rates and stuff made them too expensive in some other countries. Yeah, which is true. They're even if we think they're expensive here in the they're U.S., they're yeah. they're basing those prices off U.S. prices and then converting them, and they're too expensive well, like way too expensive in certain other yeah, countries yeah so that might be something that they look at adjusting but don't think that if you're in the u.s or canada or something you're gonna get a cheaper iphone cheaper iphone right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right um because so, kirk fired back saying you know that the you know that it the new newer models kind of fell in between where it was and the 10r starts what wouldn't it where the, the yeah the, the 10, 10 is the 10 is s is the price that the 10 was and the, yes. the 10s max is more expensive but it didn't exist before he just made a bunch of excuses for charging over a thousand dollars for a phone <laughs> yeah. um there's he also mentioned that um that 
the battery exchange program. Right. Uh, and it's one of the reasons that people have, and iOS 12, just more people kept their old phones. Yeah. Um, and that's been an issue. Yeah. And like, oh no, he, we make good products. Yeah. yeah. And then he also said that uh that you know China <laughs> most subsidy, of this 25% most of this problem was so, was China. Yeah. 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 So, and there are there are fewer subsidy programs now. Yep. So Yeah, which really impacted Japan, US, right. you know. Yeah. There's um the what was it what was the the, the China's things were down. Uh, so every other aspect of the business was up. Right. Was, right. right. And and still they made less money than they used to because <laughs> right. I, that's how much of their business is iPhone yeah. right now. Yeah. So, and they, so. and we don't know numbers. Revenue numbers are up like revenue for wearables is up 20%, but yeah, but yeah. Apple watches all got more expensive. Right. Yes. Yeah. So like, yeah, it, uh, Mac sales was up. Mm-hmm. Services, uh, were up. services were up. iPad sales were up, which kind of makes sense because they released new products in iPads and the Mac. Yeah, it's so. a lot of people were waiting for a new Air and a new Mac Mini. Right. You know, I gotta wonder. You know, I I I love my iPad, but you know, I don't think it is this graded de- device that a lot of people do. But when I do my you know deal posts and I see the traffic on that stuff, and you guys really mm-hmm. love iPads, and uh, so you know that that's always kind of an eye opener for me because you know I kind of wonder how useful it is. But people clearly love their iPads, so that's you know it, it's definitely one of the the products that gets the most attention on our site. So Gregory on Twitter says there's too many different options and too many options causes confusion, which is causing people to buy none. Do you think there's too, like how do you think that's a, a real reason or do you think it's price more? It, it did used to be that there was one new iPhone a year mm-hmm. and that right. became two new iPhones a year. And then the last couple of years, it's been three, three. Right. models, right? New models. And then they always keep on. The old the models. Old models. And last year, not only did they have three new models, but they kept on a year Seven further and back. The eight. <laughs> yeah, they normally would they yeah. like last year the the eight and eight plus were new and the ten was new. And they would have kept the seven and seven plus. Right. But they also kept the six S and six S plus. <laughs> so there's I don't think Apple's releasing too many per year, but they but by virtue of continuing to sell old ones, there right. are more mm-hmm. models to choose from, and you're kind of going like, "Well, do I want a seven plus or an eight? Right. Or, you know, you kind of don't know where you should fall in some of that. Yeah. I don't know how much confusion there is in the sense that most people here get them from carriers, and carriers want to sell the latest models. They're not selling a lot of old models, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, and you know, I, I think the thing is with. For a lot of people, the older phones are good enough in terms of performance because yeah. you know people are doing yeah. texting or chatting, and you know they're not. It's not like they're doing the same thing as they would like on a Mac or even on an iPad. Yeah, I so. think there's some issues with um, the Mac line being a little too much. There's no compelling reason for the 12-inch MacBook to exist anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that yeah. can go away now that there's the new Air. Um, and and I. You know, smaller i the smaller iMac. I don't know why they need to sell the smaller. Just sell the five K, mm-hmm. so, bigger iMac, like right. things like that. Um, I think they could simplify a little bit. Yeah, I don't think they need to sell any Apple TV other than the four K. Yes, and I don't think they need to sell the thirty two gig four K. They could just sell the sixteen gig one. So that could be one product. Apple typically have this whole minimalism and cutting out the chaff stuff, so they need to do it to their product lines. <laughs> but their product lines have actually gone yeah, bigger. Th- this yeah, this happens every now and then uh, with Apple, and then you do see some stuff go away. And then everybody complains that they don't make airports anymore. Right. <laughs> yeah. So we, you get it from both sides. I thought it was really – so one of the data points that came out from the question and answer that I thought was interesting is total install base, yeah. which they don't mention a lot. But right. Tim Cook says it's 1.4 billion devices. Yeah. Uh, that's up 100 million from a year ago. was 1.3 last right. year. And 900 million of those are <laughs> iPhones, yeah. which means half a billion are Macs, Apple iPad. Watches, Apple, I, I, yeah. you know, iPads, stuff iPod like that. touches. Yeah, iPod touches. <laughs> <laughs> So. Uh, just, hey, any active device is an right. active device. So what they're concerned about less than trying to sell upgrades all the time is just growing that active device. Hey, if you're using a four-year-old device, as long as you're still using it, that's fine because then you're a target for right. our services and our ecosystem. Mm-hmm. So Right. Accessories, all that stuff. Yeah, so that's one of the reasons why they would want to keep the older devices. Mm-hmm. I wonder, do they count accessories like AirPods as an active device? 
If I use my AirPods this month, is that an active device? Yeah, is the Magic Trackpad an active device? Right. (laughs) Right. At what point, where do they draw the line between what's an active device? Right. We know Macs and iPads and I would think it would be something that runs an OS. Yeah. Yeah. But you're right. Who who knows? Yeah, Yeah, I would hope so. Because if, (laughs) yeah. Because that would be funny if like 900 million iPhones and then like it was like 100 million Magic Trackpads. <laughs> I mean, I would assume I would assume not. I assume right, things right. like keyboards and stuff. No, right. But, but then an Apple Watch, it's only an accessory for an iPhone, but it is its own right. thing with its own Watch OS and yeah. that they target for their services. Yeah. So who knows? So I'll pose this question: If okay. revenues are up. That's like a sign to shareholders that like, okay, we're doing the right thing. So what's to to prevent being like, you know what? Let's increase the price even more. And if they think that revenue will still go up because, you know, it'll make up for any loss in in purchases. You evil man. Yeah. Yeah. We don't. Well, I mean, overall revenues are down. Like from from the year ago quarter, the first quarter a year ago. Yes. But, right, if you compare if, in shorter time frames, yeah, revenues down. It's still like the second. But all of those other segments, down. not iPhone segments, revenues are up. And yeah. the thing is, they don't report unit numbers. So we don't yeah. know if revenues are up because they made things more expensive and they didn't sell more of them. Or did they sell more of them? Like, But if anything, that might just be, okay, iPhones, you stay the same price, but every, all the other devices, you might get more expensive. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, they've already got more expensive. Yeah. We don't know where the ceiling is. Yeah. Um, and starting to be worrisome. Yeah. yeah, like I don't. Yeah. There want, is no ceiling. That's yeah. what we've, we've learned. Like I don't want the Apple Watch Series Five to start at four ninety nine, <laughs> but it's not that far away right. that you couldn't see it happen. Yeah. Right? So, it, it, but it's like you know, it's almost like they're always waiting for other people to make discounts. At this point, the de facto price for the HomePod is about two hundred fifty because you see it on sale all the time. I mean, that's, yeah, that's one of the few Apple products you really see on sale quite often. Yeah, so it's like. <laughs> Yeah, I wonder. Yeah, I wonder if the HomePods are part of that. Is I'm sure an active device. It yeah. runs an OS. It runs an yeah. OS. Yeah, it's got to be. I think it would be. Yeah. But that's not a large number. Of All right. one point four billion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sell five million HomePods. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. So other aspects of Apple's business are growing. The iPad, iPod sales are slowing, but I think Apple's sort of. Apple has kind of known that's going to happen. <laughs> so mm-hmm. they don't want the iPhone sales to slow down. But, you know, they've been stressing for a while now that they're, they want to grow their services. Yeah, that, uh, that the quarter to quarter units sold doesn't matter. What matters is that they're growing the total number of devices people use. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that those people will use services of which there will be more and more. And they are yeah. adapting to the changes. So. Mm-hmm. It's just not happening fast enough for the investment community who right, look quarter right. to quarter, you know, growing a right. growing a many tens of billions of dollars service industry doesn't happen in a quarter. It right. happens over years. So yeah, they look at it differently. They're not yeah. They, they watch short term games. Yeah. Since you guys are talking about services, uh, you good on YouTube is asking, what do you expect from Apple's upcoming streaming service? How will they compete with likes of Amazon, Hulu, and Netflix? So there was a was there a report saying that Apple could release mm-hmm. The, mm-hmm. Ser- the their streaming service this year. Yeah, this year, the yeah the report was that they were telling their partners to be ready to launch in April. Yeah, mm-hmm. and people were and it was by the that was the report was by the information I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I yes, so. I think so. Yeah, yeah. who t- tends to be pretty yeah, yeah they're good. pretty they're yeah. pretty yeah they should for that subscription. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But and but people people were kind of yeah. thinking to 2019, right? Um, where, this where is 2019. You mean oh, 2020? Right. Yes, <laughs> I meant 2020. Yeah. None, not necessarily. Not necessarily. No. Okay. No. Um, so. It's to, looking at the time frame of when they've started working on these original series yeah. and stuff all themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, a number of them should be ready, kind of this, you know, in the middle of this year. So during the financial call, Tim Cook actually said. He kind of addressed that they were going to do this video mm-hmm. streaming uh-huh. service. Yeah. Was that t- – now, I would kind of like – I think that's the first time I've heard him kind of acknowledge that, is it? Maybe. Mm-hmm. In a really roundabout way, they did, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He hasn't directly but said – But he talked about how they're addressing it with AirPlay support on these TVs. Right. And how they're going to have a direct 
you know, content offerings and stuff for people. Right. Um, and in terms of the answer to the question of how, what are they, how are they going to compete with Netflix and Amazon yeah. and stuff like that, we don't know exactly what the service will look like. But the way the rumor sounds is they're going to overhaul the TV app on your phones and on the and on Apple TV uh, in such a way that you will be able to directly subscribe to other streaming services through that app, and they'll be all sort of consolidated and listed there. In a way, it's a lot like Amazon's channels. Mm-hmm. On right. Amazon, where you can subscribe to HBO or something like in Amazon and it's in the Amazon app, you know? Um, so it'll be something like that. And then of course they'll, they'll have some sort of great interface to yeah. consolidate all your stuff. And then when you play it, supposedly rumor is when you play it, you will jump back out to the HBO app to play it. Mm. Right. It sounds like a more modern and workable version of that cable plan that Apple was trying to do for a long time years mm-hmm. back. And, you know, they were trying to, you know, compile a bunch of cable pro- um, programs, cable channels into a single app. But they, you know, mm-hmm. the rumors go that they had really big problems negotiating that, as you can imagine. Yeah, the licensing's tough. Yes. So, yeah, the, there's no rumor that they're going to directly, you'll you'll pay some, that they're going to compete with Sling or something and you'll pay... $50 a month and get ABC and NBC and Comedy Central yeah. and all this other stuff. It's not going to mm-hmm. work like that. It's going to yeah. be more of a way of consulting. And then, of course, on top of that, they'll have all their own original programming, which we don't know if and when they're going to charge for it or how much. Yeah. What they're spending on it, you got to imagine at some point down the road, it becomes a, a $10 a month thing yeah. like Netflix. <laughs> but they've got several dozen programs developed, <laughs> like several dozen TV shows. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe two of them interest me. Yeah. <laughs> well, we don't know like we haven't seen frame one of any of these yeah, right? yeah. i know what i like though yeah. <laughs> it's like... all i can say is the two they have now carpool karaoke and planet of the apps are terrible and yes. i hate them uh, is, like uh, is planet of the apps even still in production no i think it's gone it's, i think yeah. they, okay. they they killed that after like half a season or something. Like, that, <laughs> was, that didn't really go very well um but but Carpool Karaoke still is, and it is what it is, but I, I just think it like the, that's a great five-minute segment on a right. night show, exactly. and then when they make it a half-hour thing, it's like... It's too long. It's, and it just has no... It has no... Um, it's just not... It, it's not interesting. Everything's so right. milk toast and plain It's a five-minute segment. Right. It you doesn't know? have enough structure too. to be a standalone. Yeah. It's, got no, it's got no bite to it, and no nothing's ever edgy yeah. in any way. Yeah. It's just so rounded off and smooth and plain and boring. It's, That's right. what I'm so it's like you have all these really great artists and people, and they do the most boring stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what's the, what's what is it called again? And and when when uh, the studios is it. Studios have their. It's. I think it's during the spring. Mm-hmm. One day. When oh, they the upfront. When they preview their. Is it called the upfronts? Yeah, up I think yeah. they're called upfronts. Yes. So the upfronts happen in spring, and for people who don't know, maybe if you're watching from a uh, not in the U.S. In, in the U.S., the TV studios networks do this thing called upfronts, where they kind of preview to the media what their upcoming fall schedule is, because fall is typically when they. Yeah preview new shows although it's less and less now it's now more of a year-round thing but upfronts tend to happen in the spring yeah so all the media they do then in the summer they do all, they publish all these big like what to watch guides right. and all these other things and and typically um they've gotten to see a couple of episodes of yeah. some of these shows yeah. and it's it's odd because even the streaming services which have a fully year-round non like schedule yeah. there's no sweeps week there's no right and they don't they don't know they're not a schedule but they still kind of participate in that right right so you still see that from hulu yeah. and amazon well, I, I think if i remember correctly historically it's been more for the advertisers mm-hmm. oh, is that right? Um, and because like there's a way that advertising works in which they bid on advertising the uh, for these shows up front and it's yeah. like um, i'm gonna buy this I'm going to spend this much. And so you get like, it's cheaper technically if you buy then like early on. Yeah. Because you're like, you're promising you're I mean, going to buy it. It comes from the old days of like, there's all, th- networks and there's time slots and yeah. things are going to come on at this time. And that's all you have. And the network will come out and say, here's yeah. the show that's coming on eight, eight, 8 PM Thursday. That's, that's a prime right. slot for advertising. It's that, you know, but it oddly enough now in our 
days of DVR and streaming right. services and Binge even watching. things like Netflix that don't have ads, they, yeah. these things have still persisted. So yeah, I bring up the upfronts because that seems like it would be kind of a good, an ideal time for Apple to unveil their service. If, if Apple does uh, a, a March event, right. it'd be late March, which be be right when you would, if you're going to launch it in April, right. that's, you have it, you show it at your event, you yeah. debut this thing. So Yeah, although Apple has proven in the past that they don't like to tie themselves to events or no. shows or like they don't do CES, they stopped doing Macworld Expo, that kind of thing. Yeah. But it just seems like, you know, it, it, if you were to look to the calendar and to pick a time frame, mm-hmm. that's that seems almost too obvious yes. a time to, to reveal it. So, but we'll see. Maybe in the next couple of months, that we'll see an announcement from Apple about uh, uh, a streaming service. Typically, Apple does something as uh, Jason posted the uh, Apple events article that we have, mm-hmm. and typically. Apple does something in the spring, but we haven't heard anything so far this year about a spring event. There hasn't even been a rumor. Yeah, the rumors are very Yeah, it's always in March when they do it, or yeah. it has been so far, but um, we don't find out until like maybe 10 days ahead. Right. That's when the invites go out and stuff. Yeah. So. Maybe so. because it's services, you know, maybe the rumors aren't yeah. as, tan- you know, because usually when we start getting leaks, it's stuff off the assembly line and stuff. Because right. Maybe it's not because it's actually not going to be a product this time. It's going to be this big service rollout. Yeah. And so that's yeah. a little bit harder. There are some product rumors. Like there are some mentions of new iPads in yeah. the 12.2 iOS beta yeah, that yeah. people have found it buried in the code. So there, there could be. And and then that would be the time frame to do. That's when they did the nine point seven inch iPad. So that's due for its yearly refresh. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and the iMacs are now two years old, I think. Mm-hmm. So right. it'd be nice to. So and so it's just there's a comment. There was a comment on on YouTube real quick. Um, is there a new iPod coming this year? I'll just throw that just real quick. Well, there was a, a rumor. There's a rumor, there's a rumor, a rumor of an iPod Touch yeah. coming, and we would we know nothing about it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we know nothing. How serious do you think that rumor is? And I think there's some weight to it. Yeah. I mean, as, okay. as you were just saying, okay. Apple's wants to increase their device, their install base of devices, mm-hmm. and if you if they can market the iPod Touch as a cheap way to access their services. Mm-hmm. That could that that could be a reason why it sticks yep. around. If they do this gaming service, that's a that's an it's an in for that. It's an in for their video service. It's yeah. an in for Apple Music. It's a great thing you can hand to your kid and not worry about handing him your phone. Right, right. So you bring up the the gaming service. So there was a report in Cheddar, Cheddar, in Cheddar, yeah. that Apple is exploring the i the possibility of providing a gaming service as well. Yeah. So exploring the possibility of maybe provide <laughs> thinking about maybe to provide, yeah. they had, they said they, they had five people familiar with it as sources. So yeah. that's, that's a lot of sources, but all the sources said it's really early and we may not even do it. Like, right. <laughs> like it sounds like one of those little action planning meetings. Hey, we got an idea. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what can we do next year? Yeah. <laughs> oh, a gaming service. This is exactly what that sounds like. So, uh, so Apple doing a gaming service, to me, I kind of went, huh? Uh, yeah. So, and I, I think you guys had some more reactions because we all yeah. know sort of. Jason has a good article on it. Yeah, Jason has a good article as to what uh, the kind of obstacles that this gaming service would have for Apple. And the reason I, I kind of went, huh, is because Apple has this long history or non-history in the gaming market. Yeah, they've made a lot of mistakes in gaming over the years. Yeah. So, in, spite of, in spite of having the biggest game platform in the world right. <laughs> with the iPhone, like that their own gaming initiatives have been bad at best. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. As you kind of pointed out though, a lot of that money from gaming on iOS, you know, comes from those pre um, those freemium models yes. where you, you know, you plunk down stuff to continue playing and everything like that. And there's very, you know, that works fine through the app itself. There's little reason to try to, you know, you're going to have to, developers are going to have to have a really good reason to want to include their games into some kind of subscription service because, as Jason pointed out, what are you going to say? Oh, you get like so much premium currency. Right. Once if a your month. game's free anyway, yeah. 
uh, than what use of it being in a subscription service, unless all your freemium currency is yeah. like turned off for those people or something, you know, unless there's something there, which they don't want to do. No. They, they're out there hunting those whales who spend a thousand dollars a month buying them. gems, you know? Yeah. Um, and then there's a lot of great games that cost a few bucks, but the problem is they cost a few bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like Xbox Game Pass is great, but games cost 60 bucks yeah, on an yeah. Xbox. And, you know, EA's got their service and stuff, and they can guarantee AAA games in there because they make them. Mm-hmm. Right. Apple is not a big game maker. <laughs> you yeah. Know? And, and the was, type of games that are popular on iOS don't lend itself they're to They're all under five bucks. Right. Like, yeah. even if they're not... If they pay for it. so this would right either have to be a really cheap subscription mm-hmm. or they're right. gonna have to get all those freemium games to somehow give up a freemium model yeah to, and be included and that's right that's a tough sell yeah. it was really hard for me to realize but that's what people want um nintendo mm-hmm. tried to get around that with super mario run because they were like we're going to give you a premium game that's going to make us some money but you will never have to pay anything but we're going to charge 9.99 for it everybody went up in arms yeah. for 9.99 but it was like they'll be okay with plunking out two dollars eventually like amassing up to like forty dollars you know every once in a while on this little you know on what is it tune blast yeah so. yeah they'll play a match three game that's free uh, and then spend a hundred dollars a month on it five dollars like two or three dollars at a time you know right and that it's and it works and you know they design those games to be addictive in that way whereas like super mario run was just more like a demo you yes. play it it's free but you, you're getting a demo and to unlock the full game you pay yes 10 bucks which 10 bucks was out of band for a ios app man yes isn't that crazy yeah and and they still made a lot of money on Super Mario Run, but not as much as they. Yeah, they wanted. said it was disappointing. It, it was, was quite a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah, was, let's see. yeah. So I mean, if people are, I'm wondering if people would be interested in an actual gaming service. I mean, I guess it'll it, be it, tough to pull off. Yeah, I guess it would depend on what what it offers. So yeah, mm-hmm. it's just. But looking at things like Game Center and stuff yeah. that, like that, mm-hmm. Apple has done in the past with games. It's just. You just you don't have a lot of faith that they get it, like they get what gamers want or game developers need. Yeah, yeah. I feel like their best bet would be some kind of subscription where it's like you know if you subscribe for like you know fifty dollars a year, you get five dollars in in you know credit every month to spend. So you get like $10 off, but then you're kind of forced to keep spending money mm-hmm. on, on that, in right. the app, you know, right. something like that maybe. But, but then, yeah, then you'd have to kind of split it out to, you're not spending it on other apps. You can only spend yeah, it on games, on games or you can only yeah. spend it on in-app purchases and games and stuff. So then they have to have a different form of credits. And uh, I mean, they could do it, but they'd be making things complicated. Yeah. It's really hard to justify a subscription service when all your top games are free. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I don't, Big quotes on round free. But. <laughs> it's a big difference from what I they're offering with, uh, you know, Xbox and PS4. Mm-hmm. Uh, where, you know, if you sign up for that, you get like, what, two ga- two free games a month. And then uh, you get like highly discounted. There's like a third one that's like highly discounted. And, uh, you know, I think that's mainly what they were looking at. But that's a very different model from like the App Store. Or, like, like I said, the vast majority of them are free. Mm-hmm. I mean, when the, yeah, when the average game for an Xbox, you know, t- you know, triple a title is like 60 70 dollars yeah that's a good deal then it's like okay yeah, yeah. you gotta try it then your 10 bucks a month is yeah. like well and you get 10 percent off any game so mm-hmm. you know you're if you buy two games a year you could get those two games or you could subscribe to game pass and get uh, more than 100 games you mm-hmm. know and then then it starts to look like a good deal and importantly they don't give you garbage games on those they're actually pretty good no, games. yeah because yeah. microsoft is a publisher mm-hmm. they can Make sure that all their triple A, their hottest hits are right there, yes. day one. And EA does the same thing with their five dollar EA access thing. But and, yeah, I, I am skeptical. I'll put it that way. So yeah, yeah I, I have the a feeling that one's never going to materialize. Yeah, I think when they go out and talk to game developers of what they want and what they need, mm-hmm. and and look at what they could charge and pricing and stuff right. like that, it's just never going to. The math doesn't work. It doesn't. Out. Come, it's not going to come again. Yeah. Have any of you guys used Set App? Christopher Lawrence on uh, YouTube says Set App does this for the Mac, mm-hmm. which is subscription-based right. Mac apps. Mm-hmm. So I yep. wonder, you know, how successful that has been. Yeah, I have seen that. There are some really cool sort of Mac app subscription services, and that's because you can uh, you can distribute Mac apps outside of the App Store, mm-hmm. which you right. can't do. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it's, you can't do on iOS. Yeah. And, and Mac apps are expensive. So, yeah. I mean, and Apple could do so a gaming counts. service that's Mac-based, but mm-hmm. there's a... It, the, <laughs> yeah. Who plays... Anybody yeah. playing... Yeah. And the only so, thing that runs well gonna, are Unity games. And they're going to compete on Steam. Right. Steam. Yeah. Compete, yeah. compete against the other uh, so, services. So so it makes it makes sense for Mac apps that people use, especially all those creative apps that are in that subscription service, because one, they're expensive to buy individually. Right. So it makes sense to subscribe get them all for a low subscription price. Yeah. Uh, but it doesn't make as much sense for Mac games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause that, that's a small market. Like, it's such you a know, tiny market. I, I, you know, I'm behind on my Mac games for this month because where are they? This is a bad month. Uh, so, you know, I might do like I did like in, um, October, November and do a two month thing because it's really slim pickings out there. Yeah. So, yeah, I remember when how does all I remember when Apple actually used to do SDKs for gamers. Mm-hmm. They used to have they called them the Sprockets team, so that they would do special a special team to help develop games, mm-hmm. and yeah. it just always would just kind of like they'd be excited to get it going, and then and then it would just kind of die, and then there was a, there'd be a new iteration of trying it again, and then, and then it just wouldn't. It just wouldn't take off. And yeah, then, I mean, there so. are some good games on the Mac, but they they have some fundamental issues with mm-hmm. um, performance optimization. Yeah, that it, it, I mean, even identical hardware to a PC, the same game almost universally runs much slower on a Mac. Yeah, and it's usually better to play them, you know, through boot camp on Windows yeah. on a Mac. And but the thing is, and that would you know, because they support eGPUs now, but for some reason you can't use eGPUs through boot camp. What the heck? <laughs> uh, so that's you know, so I would be like, yeah, I'm just gonna hook up Thunderbolt my Nvidia drivers, I guess. Yeah. 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 And then you know, things like gaming keyboards and mice and stuff like that and getting like the low latency access to mice and all that. I mean that's just not stuff right. that Macs are good at right yeah. now. Right. So, I would love it if that would change. I would love it if if there was a team within Apple that got re- the same resources that they devote to the teams to, that work with creative professionals work making video editing apps and photo editing apps and all that yeah. stuff and said, we're going to do that for games and game developers and gamers and really take this seriously and find out what we need to do to make games successful on Mac. I was yelling across, you know, Gordon over at PC World. I yelled across him at the office because he was saying something about how he actually liked Mac OS. And I was like, if Macs ran games, I would never use a PC again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it it's kind of interesting. I wonder if, you know, because like gaming on Linux has grown a bit. A bit. That I wonder if there was a way that like, you know, this quasi boot camp where you're not booting into a whole new OS, but one that's strictly just to launch games. So then, you know, Apple this way doesn't feel like they're like, you know, losing to a whole new uh, OS ecosystem. They're just like, okay, boot into game mode. Um, like a Mac of, game mode, or you're saying a Linux? Well, lin, lin, it'd be, it could be Linux, and they so then they would install the drivers. That would be on a Mac, okay. So that then you could use them. I think. You know. I think Linux gaming isn't better off than Mac gaming right now. Uh, I it's, agree. It's, okay. Outside of maybe support for Vulkan and some of the performance getting a little better, the the pickings are still kind of slim. <laughs> from choice, <laughs> yeah. from choice, yeah, from choice, and then and just peripheral support mm. stuff. So you know, you get a cool custom gaming keyboard. It doesn't have the software to control the lighting and all the macros and stuff like that for Linux. It's got it for Windows, you know, that kind of thing. So, yeah, yeah. And even if you combine the two markets, it still wouldn't be enough to sway sway developers. Maybe. Yeah, I right. think developers would want somebody to be able to play their game just right there in, in macOS without having to reboot. And I, I don't think that's the market they want to reach. They want to reach all the Mac yeah. users. And yeah. Linux at this point is kind of like. Apple itself was in the mid '90s, where it's like, "Oh, y'all are cute. Do your own thing." Yeah, so, uh. this, this is the year of Linux again. <laughs> we'll see. So, um, moving on, Apple uh, this week released the public betas of uh, iOS 12.2, and then also the public beta of uh, Mojave 10.14.4. So if you're into running beta OSs to see what's coming down the pike, uh, you have to join the uh, public beta program, and then you could uh, load those uh, operating systems on your devices. So 
Yeah, you go to beta.apple.com yeah. on using the iPhone or iPad that you want to run the beta on. Right. And it, you'll, it'll load a profile and reboot and download the OS. And stuff. So you got to remember these are beta, so... You know, sometimes they could cause they could cause problems. Mm. So you could run into an issue or two. So you may not want to run it on a dev- a critical device. But on the bright side, when iOS so. 12 beta was going on last year, I mean, we used them. You know, and macOS too, Mojave. You know, we used them for most of the year. And compared to previous years, they ran very smoothly. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's been my experience that they run pretty smoothly. But you know, mm-hmm. there you know, just there's These always point releases thing. tend to not have as many yeah. problems either. Yeah. yeah. So, so what does I, it, this one adds, right? What does it add? Yeah, iOS 12 has mo- has more new features than compared to like the Mojave version. So like iOS 12.2 beta 1 has the support for AirPlay and HomeKit on TVs. Mm-hmm. Apple News in Canada. Yeah. So uh, there's some interface tweaks. There are a bunch of Safari changes. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. The, like they'll, they'll, they'll show you when you're not connected to a secure site. Right. Like an HTTPS site. Right. They used to only do that if it was like on a password page, but now they do it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And then isn't there like a dark mode thing where like if it, if you're in, oh, this is on, this is on Mojave. I think that's a Mojave thing. Yeah. yeah. So in Mojave. No dark, no, no dark mode on iOS. Right. We right. Are, everybody wants it. <laughs> it's the one thing everyone says. Yes. All I want is dark mode. Especially yeah. for messages. Yeah. So Mojave, uh, if you're running dark mode, and Safari sees that there is a dark theme of available for a website, it will automatically switch to that dark theme. That's cool. Yeah. So, um, and then there's also, there was for Mojave, there was a touch ID and Safari autofill feature. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Mojave didn't have a whole lot of new features. Um, but yeah, so th- those are available now if you're interested. Well, and then some of them carry like Apple News in Canada. That's yeah, there's Apple News in Mojave. It's right. You know, so that's yeah. So that carries so over. those carry over. Yeah. So that so if you're in Canada and want to use Apple News on your Mac or iOS, you can. It's coming soon. So um, they say that in this beta, there's not many news sources, and that's just the beta. There's there when they launch in Canada when this when. 12.2 yeah. final is out. There'll be a lot more news sources. Yeah. So it's kind of yeah. slim pickings right now. So are you running iOS? Are either of you guys running the betas? I'm running the 12.2 to 8. So yeah. You're running 12. Okay. So I haven't installed the Mojave beta yet. So, or actually I did install it, but I haven't had a chance to really kind of like play with it. Yeah. I haven't really tinkered with it. Yeah. So those are out if, if you're interested. Um, Anything else that? No, but it sounds like that was a quiet section rather than the public betas. <laughs> yeah. So well, I mean, they're, they're out. Betas, yeah. You know, and, yeah, they're out. So they're out. Checking okay. it out. They're Check out. It out. There's it's a happening. few new features that you might be interested in. So you know, in other news, there's a man walking down the street. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the other so. big news is the Facebook VPN thing. But oh right. Yeah. It's. Yeah, I don't know so if we want to get into that. <laughs> what broke it? Broke yesterday. Yes. Was was it the Verge? I don't know who broke it. I, I don't know if they broke it or just the story I saw. But yeah, yeah. yeah. so uh, is it, no, is not uh, TechCrunch or something. I think it was TechCrunch. Anyway, yeah, it wasn't us. No. So <laughs> there was a report. So I'll, I'll I'll figure out who originated the report and put that in the show notes. I always I like to give credit where credit is due. Understood. So that uh, Facebook. Uh, Kind of found a way around Apple's. Uh, they abandoned. Well, it. they really didn't. <laughs> right, that's true. Why don't you explain? <laughs> so, um, Apple has an enterprise certificate program that lets um, big big enterprise companies um, distribute apps within their company that don't go through the App Store. Yeah. So you maybe have an app to order lunch from the lunchroom, or to contact IT, or to. It, it, put in your time sheets or whatever, right? And that's just for their employees and it lets you sideload apps and those apps can have different permissions, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Is uh, it correct to say that's intranet type? Sure, if that's what you yeah. want to call it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, the, oh, so Facebook has been, had a public program 
called they called Facebook Research, which was really a reskin of this VPN that just sucks up all the data of everything you do on your phone. <laughs> so Facebook and delivers it <laughs> to Facebook, um, and it's just a reskin of that <laughs> program, basically. And they've been paying people like twenty bucks a month to install this Facebook Research program, yeah. uh, which then uses one of those enterprise root certificates to get around all of the (laughs) security issues of, of the, it's not distributed through the app store and it gets around all the security issues. And Apple just today said like, no, that's not what that's for. (laughs) And they revoked their license, which means that not only does that app not work, but any of Facebook's internal iOS apps that they use, what they do, just stopped working. Now, users like us, we can still use the 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 Facebook app. Yeah, this has nothing yeah, to do with Facebook, Facebook. Right. Proper. publishing apps on the App Store. So yeah. Instagram and Facebook Messenger and all this stuff is still there. Uh, if they want to kick out beta tests through test flight, that can still happen. Yeah. This is only for that enterprise certificate that they... They can't make work. those intranet apps, as you were right. right. That they were not releasing on their intranet. <laughs> <laughs> right. By the way, it was TechCrunch that broke it, if you will. Okay, okay. cool. Thank yes. you. Um. But yeah, so it's a good, it's a story worth reading because they break down exactly what the app was doing, yeah, where it came mm. from. This is this, it's basically a reskin of another app that got kicked off the app store, right? Harvesting people's data and saying it was a VPN. Like it was, yeah, it's a story, man. yeah, it's, classic, it's ever- Facebook. classic Facebook, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, and they're getting off easy because Apple right. could. Apple could revoke their publishing yeah. on the App Store license over this kind of thing yes. and say, like, well, you violated our terms. Because right. that was super shady. Just revoking yeah. their, their enterprise certificate is is small potatoes. Yeah. And I can't so. remember if you said this, uh, but, yeah, the other thing is that they were, like, paying kids, you know, it's like 20 bucks in order to have access to Well, I think they paid that. everyone, and they people had to be 13 and up. So yeah. there <laughs> right. are... There are teenagers included, and Facebook went out and said, "Well, they got their parents' permission." <laughs> like, like, yeah, but I'm sure your permission slip didn't say, right. "Can we install something on your kid's phone to right. track all the pictures they send and texts right. they send and yeah. everything they do and harvest that data?" Yeah. Like, I'm sure it was a bunch of legalese, and yeah. their kid was, you know, parent was like, "Oh, research project for twenty dollars a month." Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so if you're looking for just that final straw to get <laughs> to stop using <laughs> Facebook, this. It could be it. Like I said, it doesn't really affect uh-huh. end users, no. but it it does go to show the business practices of a particular company <laughs> and what <laughs> and they're willing to do. And they, so. um, they're uh, well. They before they got their license broke, they said uh, Facebook said they're going to stop this Facebook research program on iOS. Yeah. They're not stopping it on Android. <laughs> so clearly they don't think, oh, what we're doing is fundamentally out of step with right. what people expect in terms of privacy. No, they just said like, oh, Apple's mad. Yeah. Let's not do it on Apple's thing. Let's well, keep doing it on Android. No, Jason, it's it's everyone's fault for not understanding. Yeah, they right. don't understand. Right. They don't understand. They don't understand what they're really doing. Right. So, yeah. One of the rumors <laughs> said that Zuckerberg made everybody at Facebook or wanted everybody to stop using iPhones and do to Android because he was so mad at Tim Cook. Should we see more of that now? <laughs> Maybe. well on that note that just about does it for this week's episode of the Macworld podcast I'd like to thank Jason and Leif thank you thank you I'd like to thank Dan our producer you're welcome I'd like to thank you the the audience thanks for tuning in Uh, we usually broadcast on Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific Uh, if there's any ever ever a change in that uh, we'll post it on the website we also post on the website the the, the topics that we're going to talk about Uh, if you have a topic you'd like us to cover uh, give us a tweet holler at at us Uh, we try and tweet out when the show is going to go about to go live so we can check that if you guys have questions or comments you'd like us to cover so but yeah join us again next week Wednesdays at 10 10 a.m. Pacific. We're live on Twitter and YouTube. So thanks for joining us. Have a good week.